This week on Foamcast Radio, nothing whatsoever happens in the blaster hobby for two full weeks. I've got my tactical analysis of the most popular blaster of the decade so far, your non-comprehensive list of Requisition Recon and Battlespace Intel, and the commander of the Ace Strike Force returns to the war room to fill us in on his latest project. Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Before we get into it, I've got a quick sit rep for you. Just a reminder, I'm still planning to take a digital diet in December, meaning no social media, but I'll still be releasing episodes on my regular schedule. And I wanted to let you know that if you just can't get enough of my voice, check out the YouTube channel Wham Bam Tesla Cam, which features yours truly doing all the voiceover work. This week, I don't have any new phone patrol officers to shout out, but I do need to shout out my existing officers, people who support the podcast with $10 a month or more, Boomstick Mods, Chris Davis, and Nick Peterson. You can join the Phone Patrol and get your own shout-out in the episode by going to patreon.com slash foamcastradio. And normally this is where I would put the stratcom, but I don't have any this week. It has been a very slow period in the blaster hobby, but hopefully I'll have something to report on next week. So instead, we're going to jump straight into a tactical analysis. And today I'm talking to you about the Dart Zone Adventure Force Nexus Pro. Now, we went through a lot of this info when the blaster first came out, but here it is again just in case you weren't listening back then. The Nexus Pro is a pump-primed, magazine-fed Springer blaster. Essentially, it's an affordable and simultaneously improved version of the Dart Zone Pro Mark I. It includes top Picatinny rails for optics, an M4 buffer tube for attaching collapsible stocks, and the pump also has a Picatinny rail for attaching an angled or vertical foregrip. As far as included accessories, it does come with grenadier-style sights, a collapsing stock, and a vertical foregrip. It also includes two 12-round magazines, one for full-length and one for half-length darts, and an adapter is included for the half-length magazine. Interestingly, the Darzone Pro Mark I magazine is not compatible, but the adapter does support both Jet Katana and Worker Talon magazines. And the regular Magwell also supports most Nerf-compatible magazines, with a few exceptions. Included in the box are also the new Dart Zone Tactical Pro Darts, 12 full-length and 12 half-length darts. And the whole thing costs 50 US dollars, and it's a Walmart exclusive. I know I've said it a thousand times, but as a quick reminder, even though this is a Dart Zone blaster made by Primetime Toys, it has been licensed exclusively to Walmart in the United States, which is why it's branded Adventure Force. Adventure Force is a brand owned by Walmart, and they put it on a bunch of different products from different companies. The Nexus Pro has been available since August of 2020, but I waited this long to give you my tactical analysis because I wanted to get some real time in with it. Okay, let's talk about ergonomics. The Nexus Pro has very comfortable adult-sized grips. They did a great job with the Mark I, and they've done great jobs with other blasters as well, and that continues with the Nexus Pro. 
However, it doesn't have the rubberized grip like the Mark 1. This blaster is very comfortable to shoulder, the stock extends to a reasonable length, and doesn't collapse when priming even when you're using an upgraded spring. The stock prime is definitely appropriate for the 14 and up age group listed on the box, and this blaster is actually lighter than the Mark 1 thanks to some of the metal parts in the Mark 1 being replaced with plastic parts in the Nexus Pro. Another quick note, the oversized mag release on the Nexus Pro is great for quick reloads, I love that. Aesthetically, you can definitely see the resemblance of the Nexus Pro to its spiritual predecessor, the Mark 1, the styling is very similar and it maintains a lot of the angles and shapes of the Mark 1. It is mostly orange with some white details and gray grips and stock, but none of this is painted at all which is great. Not only will there be no paint to wear or chip off, it's also better suited to being painted if you want to mod it cosmetically. It's also better suited to being painted if you'd like to mod it cosmetically. In my use, it functioned brilliantly with no jams or malfunctions in my testing or in actual battlefield play. The prime is smooth, the trigger pull is smooth, inserting and removing magazines is smooth, everything about the Nexus Pro operation is buttery smooth. They've also fixed all of the function problems with the Mark 1, the stock doesn't collapse under load, darts don't get stuck in the dart gate, and the Nexus Pro doesn't have the jangly takedown pins that people didn't like about the Mark 1. Now let's talk about performance. This blaster does not disappoint. If anything, they understate its performance on the box by saying that it shoots 125 feet. This thing is easily going to hit 150 feet out of the box, and that means muzzle velocities over 150 FPS. Even so, it can hit 170 with an easy and reversible spring mod that just takes one screw removal and about 30 seconds. But of course, if you want to do some actual modding, it accepts CETA springs which can bump the performance up to 200 FPS or higher, and out of darts sells buffer tube caps that allow you to fine tune the performance to come in under various FPS caps. So if you only want 100 or 120 or whatever, you can just apply the appropriate cap and dial in your performance. There are also tons of 3D printed parts already available on Thingiverse like side Picatinny rails or a special plunger that allows the insertion or removal of magazines with the bolt closed. And as I mentioned before, it does accept any Picatinny optics or foregrips and any M4 buffer tube stocks. In conclusion, no matter how long you've been in the hobby, what your skill level is, what types of games you play in, whether you plan to mod or not, what other blasters you have, or even what your budget is, you need one of these blasters. The Nexus Pro is the single most versatile and capable springer in our hobby to date. And I'm including the Longshot, the Caliburn, the Talonclaw, the Sita, and all their various offspring and derivatives in this statement. In my opinion, you literally have no reason to invest in any of those other blasters now that the Nexus Pro exists, except possibly because they are now obsolete collector's items. At the same time, it is the most affordable competitive springer available, even including the cost of mods and upgrades, and possibly even if you have to have it shipped overseas to get it. Personally, I consider it to be the Springer equivalent of the Strife. It's the ideal platform for any and every Springer project you can think of, and affordable enough that you can buy a new one for each project and have several in different styles and flavors depending on the type of battle you're going into. Honestly, you owe it to yourself to get one. If you're the only person listening who doesn't already have one, go get one right now, you won't regret it. Speaking of buying stuff, it's time for your requisition recon. Over at Amazon, you can pick up the Nerf Rebel Mission Central App Rail Mount for 5 US dollars. 
And the Nerf Fortnite SPL, originally $20 US dollars, is on sale for just $13 at both Amazon and Target. Amazon also has the Nerf Mega Thunderhawk, originally $50 US dollars, marked down to $31. And here's the big deal, the Nerf Rival Prometheus, originally $200 US dollars, is on sale for $130 over at Amazon. Of course, if you're going to make a purchase from PlayRect, use the coupon code FOAMCAST for 15% off, good through the end of the year. If you make a purchase from Blaster Wraps, use the coupon code FOAMCAST for 20% off. If you make a purchase from Flux Sunglasses, use the coupon code FLUXCAST10 for 10% off. And if you make a purchase from SM Enterprises, use the coupon code FOAMCAST for 10% off. And here's your reminder to join my Facebook fan group, FoamCast Radio Fans, where I share giveaways from all the different blaster manufacturers and mod companies. For this week's Battlespace Intel, I've just got one event for you. On Sunday, October 18th, Roller Valley is having their Nerf Battle event in Spokane Valley, Washington. By the way, if you're wondering why a specific event didn't get mentioned on the podcast, it's usually because nobody told me about it, or it's because the event has an admission fee, and I only mention free events for free on the podcast. Big thanks to everyone who submitted their events. Make sure you follow at Foamcast Radio on Twitter for critical mission updates. And for more info on any of these events, and to make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, visit foamcastradio.com slash intel. Foamcast Radio is supported by Wrecked Blasters. Play wrecked and shoot faster and farther with CO2-powered dart blasters. Choose the Op 6, a powerful single-shot pistol, or wield the magazine-fed pump-action Op 4, powered by dual CO2 cartridges and compatible with the leading brand's magazines. Be sure to use coupon code FOAMCAST at playwrecked.com for 15% off your purchase. That's P-L-A-Y-R-E-K-T dot com. Thanks to Wrecked Blasters for supporting Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, this week I'm super excited to be talking once again to Andy McBride, the commander and a founding member of the Ace Strike Force. Andy, how are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Ben. How are we doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm really excited to talk to you about developments over there with Ace Strike Force, specifically about your new YouTube series that you've started on your Ace Strike Force YouTube channel. Before we get into that, uh, if people want to hear about your background in the hobby, how you got into playing with blasters, I definitely recommend they go listen to episode 105. But really quickly, could you just give us a rundown of how you actually got into the hobby? Yeah, sure. So this all started a few years ago back in university, so about 2012 sort of era. So I did a, a lot of uh, casual games back then, and then that obviously spiraled into creating my own group. And uh, we started doing Comic-Con events, and now we host game days on a monthly basis when uh, the COVID laws allow. <laughs> Very cool. And like I said, if uh, people want more info about your background, they definitely should go listen to episode 105, where we go uh, and do a deep dive into that whole story and the Ace Strike Force itself. Ace Strike Force has had a YouTube channel for a while, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think we'd set it up about a year or two ago, um, but we hadn't really done much with it at the time. But then recently, you've started uploading videos as part of a new series that you've titled The Art of Nerf War. So tell me about that. What are those videos about? Yeah, so The Art of Nerf War, um, the original plan was to actually turn it into a book, um, because I do have a copy of The Art of War by Sun Tzu, and kind of reading through that, the way it's kind of laid out, it's all in very short paragraphs and very easy to digest bits of dialogue. So I thought that would be a really cool way of 
taking that sort of dialogue and applying it to the uh, the Nerf hobby. Um, but then uh, the ideas of with uh, publishing it got a bit too uh, complex, so I figured it might be easier just to do it in a sort of short YouTube series. So then if I do sort of uh, pick things up like different t- types of tactics, different kinds of loadouts, I can just uh, get some uh, footage filmed and then put that up there for uh, Very cool. I love the idea of taking the art of war by Sun Tzu and turning that into something having to do with the blaster hobby, Um, you know, kind of taking something something very serious and applying it to our fun hobby where, you know, we run around with toys. I, I think that's just awesome. Ah, cool. I mean, it's sort of the way we sort of like, run as a group. Like, obviously, we are serious about the hobby, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. So, like I say, we I, we do sort of dress up like a very serious unit, but at the end of the day, we're just big kids with toy guns. Absolutely. Well, I definitely want to ask you more about your videos. Before we get to that, though, I've got a quick message from one of my hand-selected sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Foamcast Radio is supported by SM Enterprises. If you're like me, the first thing you do when you get a new blaster is open it up and start modding it. But what if you didn't have to? My friends at SM Enterprises are professional blaster modders with the equipment and experience necessary to provide premium quality, high performance modded blasters at reasonable prices. Their highly rated online store offers many of the most popular blasters in a variety of configurations. Or, if you prefer doing the upgrades yourself, they also offer great modding components, like pre-cut K26 springs, spring spacers, tools, and more. They even have a variety of ammo types to choose from. And for a limited time, SM Enterprises is offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Order now and use coupon code FOAMCAST to get 10% off your entire order. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to FOAMCAST Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. That's foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. Thanks to SM Enterprises for supporting FOAMCAST Radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Andy McBride, commander of the Ace Strike Force. Now, Andy, uh, what sort of videos have you started to upload so far as part of this new Art of Nerf War series? I've got two at the moment. Um, so it's mainly to sort of uh, cover what kind of loadout that you can start off with. Um, with a lot of videos I have seen, like there aren't many that sort of cover you know, like, how to get started. Um, I think a lot of it is more geared towards more seasoned nerfers. So the first video is pretty much just a bog standard beginner's loadout. So that in that one, I sort of talk about um, the bare minimum that you can like, get. So I think with a lot of stuff, it's like gear that you may have already like, owned. So I, I sort of go into detail about even just like the types of footwear that you can wear. So in that one, I sort of talk about just getting some uh, standard walking boots, just some kind of really rugged footwear to take out with you and even just going through what kind of blasters you need and it is really bare bones and then the second one sort of goes into what i call the skirmisher loadout so that kind of goes into more sort of having a a primary and a sidearm and then what kind of gear you can use for that as well and i kind of go for a little rundown on the price as well but i don't really go into too much detail with that but yeah i mean it's pretty much just kind of like a, a brief rundown as to what you can do with a hobby and where you can pick up bits of gear as well. Now, I don't think necessarily you're planning on just sticking with loadout videos. So what are your plans for future videos for this series? Yeah, so the idea is uh, once we can actually get back on site, obviously once uh, COVID lockdown restrictions do recede, if we can get to some semblance of of normality, uh, the plan is to do kind of like a beginner's guide to competitive nerf. 
So um, at some point, I'm going to get the guys with the FDLs and the high FPS stuff to sort of like uh, go on like a manhunt mission where they have to track me down. But I am restricted to what I can use in terms of stock performing blasters. So I'll probably sort of go through maybe like using some rival blasters or things like that that I can sort of just uh, like buy off the shelf and just use straight away. Because again, there's not many videos that I have seen that do cover sort of like uh, beginner type things. It, it all seems very um, advanced stuff so I, I try and break it down into more easy to digest uh, segments for the, the beginning nerfer really yeah that sounds really useful for people who are starting out in the hobby and specifically like uh, you know a lot of my listeners probably are involved in their local blaster community and they have other people coming along who want to get involved but don't know you know what they should go buy or what's good or what's not and it sounds like your videos could be very helpful to those people one question that I think uh, is probably in the minds of a lot of my listeners right now is there seems to be a lot of YouTube content out there already about our hobby. How is your content different from the videos that other creators are already putting out there? At the current moment in time, it is very low budget. So I, I pretty much um, record the footage on my phone. I've got like a little ring light. I just kind of get the lighting properly there. And then I just take the footage and then put it into a um, an application on my phone to kind of like do a very bare bones editing process. So it's not like, as well polished as a lot of you know the more seasoned YouTubers out there. But I do try and run it as like not so much as an entertainer, but more so of kind of like an instructor. But I do try and put like a light hearted spin on it. So um, it's also trying to like uh, pay homage to a lot of uh, YouTubers out there at the moment. So with the likes of Captain Xavier, when he, when he does his loadout videos, he do that little jump and he sort of like go from one loadout to the next. So I do something a little bit similar with blasters. I'll just kind of hold my hands out and then it just kind of like arrives in my hands and then I just sort of like do like a little motion as if it's kind of like just been thrown at me from some celestial force. <laughs> well, very cool. I think that uh, these are definitely videos that will be useful to people and, and useful to show people who are interested in learning more about the hobby. Uh, where can people follow both you and Ace Strike Force on social media? Yeah, so obviously our uh, YouTube is just Ace Strike Force. You can follow us on Instagram with the same name. Uh, I'm on there as Nerf Commander. That's just Nerf underscore Commander. Um, you've got a lot of our guys as well. You've got uh, Captain Archangel, Fireball Foam, and we're also on Twitter and Facebook. Well, I definitely recommend that people go over and subscribe to your channel, especially if they do want to see those Manhunt mission videos that should be coming out eventually. Andy, thank you so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Before I let you go, though, I've got that one final question that I ask every guest at the end of an interview, and that, of course, is what is your favorite blaster? Oh, now that has changed recently. Uh, I think my new favorite has to be the Nexus Pro, mainly just because it is just god tier blaster now it's sort of i don't know it i could take the hobby by storm um it's just so versatile and just just awesome <laughs> not surprising at all andy thank you so much for talking to me today yep no worries thanks for having us again man all right everybody if you want to hear the pre and post interview conversation i had with andy patreon supporters have access right now to the uncut war room audio that's over 45 minutes long and definitely included a lot of resets on my part i've also got an action item for you before i sign off Head to the Foamcast Radio fans group on Facebook and answer this question, who should I interview? Seriously, I need ideas. Please recommend someone with something interesting and newsworthy to talk about. I really don't like just interviewing people about themselves and their involvement in the hobby in general. Thanks to Playrect and SM Enterprises for sponsoring this episode. 
Remember, if someone sponsors Foamcast Radio, that means they are supporting our hobby. So please support the podcast by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at foamcastradio.com slash sponsors. Thanks to Andy McBride for being my guest this week. And thanks to my supporters on Patreon. If you liked this episode, please consider becoming a supporter on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Rewards include shoutouts, suggesting questions for upcoming guests, automatic entry in every counterintelligence contest, and more. You can sign up and directly support future episodes of the podcast at patreon.com slash foamcastradio. You heard me thank the officers at the top of the show, but I also need to thank my junior officers, people who support the podcast with $5 a month or more, Foam Focus, and Slater. And finally, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the battlefield. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com, where you can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio. This is a Redeemed Recordings production. Copyright Redeemed Recordings 2020. Find more ritual content at redeemedrecordings.com.